how are we? We're good. Good job, Eden, last week on running solo. I think you did a great job. So I'm very, very proud of you. Um, if you guys haven't listened to that episode last week, definitely. Or oh, two weeks ago. Two weeks actually, ago, yeah. Yeah. We're doing fortnightly now. Um, so give us an update. You've moved back. What's new and current in your life? Well, this week has been I went to Turf Games last weekend. That was really fun. That was in my Melbourne gym. Which, by the way, I don't know what that is. It a, it's like a fitness how do you how would you describe it? Like a <laughs> It's like a CrossFit games. Yeah, it's like CrossFit games. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you compete in like teams of six and like all these gyms go. And so it was really fun. I went with my Melbourne gym. But yeah, I'm, I'm up here officially. It's been fun so far. Yeah, and we we went out on the weekend, had a bit of a girls night, which was really fun. So it was really fun. Yeah, what else has happened? Um, I guess it's been two weeks. So yeah, I guess just moving up here has been the main thing that's happened. How about mm. you, Soph? Yeah. For me, not much has changed. Other than, oh, yeah, last weekend I took myself to the beach um, wow. by myself. It was the most wholesome day. I just took my time in everything I did. I was trying to be really present. Um, I spent so much money. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be shopping. done. <laughs> what did you buy? Um, what did you buy? Okay, all right. I bought a I bought a cute little linen dress and just some staples that are on sale. So I felt a little bit better about that, you know, girl math. And then Love I that. also bought myself. Okay, I I this is the key item because you know when you have a boyfriend and you are you always steal their shirts, their hoodies. They're just always the most comfortable things in the world, and you just have your favorite and you're always wearing it. Well, I just felt I needed something like comforting and I found this hoodie jacket and it was just like the most comfortable looking thing in the world and I call it my boyfriend jacket because it was way too much money but I bought it anyway and it's so comfortable and it just like is my comfort right now so you definitely definitely could girl math that (laughs) jacket because you know you feel single it. it it makes sense but have you seen um, anything on like TikTok and stuff about boy math? Oh my God, yes. It's so good. I love it. It's pretty much like, for those who don't know, obviously like, because girl math is a formula to buy stuff because girls love shopping. So you justify it. Whereas like guys justifying their actions and things that they like calculate in their head. I found this really good thread actually that like explains it. I'm just getting it up. Yeah, so... Boy math is spending $20 on a vape but can't afford to buy your girlfriend flowers. Boy math is saying that you are six foot two when you are actually 5'10". Oh, my That's God. Boy, oh, my God, this one. Boy math is being asked three questions and only replying to one. <laughs> my boyfriend does that all the time. Um, boy math is spending $100 on sports betting but can't afford to take your girlfriend on a day. <laughs> Um, boy math is saying every girl you talk to is crazy, yet you're the common denominator. They're great. There it is, folks. <laughs> Do you have any so? Do you think of any? Boy math is taking half the credit for all the Christmas presents that he gave zero contributions to. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Breaking up with someone because you want to be alone, but then getting a girlfriend straight away. <laughs> yes, that's a classic one. Saying they only have eyes for you, but half their Instagram are Instagram models. Yes, literally. Oh or God. like just liking 
other girls photos just in general. liking like Let's bikini photos all the time yeah um, <laughs> like get fucked <laughs> should we do our rose seven thorn yeah so my rose i think for the last two weeks is definitely having my dad up i think that was really nice to see him really nice to have some time together um my stem is the grieving processes of a breakup i hate to like bring it into every episode but it is just like all consuming and it's just wild to me how it can come in stages it's really just like it's a lot so I think it's just me giving myself kindness and listening to what I need through each phase of whatever that looks like it's really hard you know some days are really okay and I feel fine and then other days are like really not and some days I'm angry some days I'm really sad some days I'm just like chaotic and really don't know how to feel and I think that's come out in a lot of really weird ways as well to the people around me just trying to self-regulate and check in with myself is a stem because I can't just keep going through life and not be checking in with myself because it comes out in really random ways and I've figured that out recently so for me it's having to check in with myself more and making more time to sit with my feelings is really important so that's my stem I'm just learning how to do that at the moment so my thorn is we had a great oh I think another rose just to chuck it in there which which is associated (laughs) to my thorn um was our girls night on the weekend we just invited just some of our closest friends and then outward circles so people we didn't know um all to just meet each other and grow our circles a bit and expand our friendship because which is very closely related to today's topic as well um because we did feel like it's just such an important thing for girls to feel like you have a sisterhood and people to support you so that was like such a rose it was a great night but I would say that my Thorn is drinking um, and realizing my boundaries <laughs> with drinking because I just also what I said before with my STEM is that I am in a really, really vulnerable phase of my life. So adding, I guess, being intoxicated or adding alcohol or anything into the mix just is not helpful and it's really hard to regulate my actions and it was kind of a thorn because I realized that I was behaving in ways that I don't actually feel good about not that I was doing anything bad but it's just coming to terms with you know it's the anxiety it's the guilt it's all of the feelings that are associated with just having a night yeah. out and I actually just can't handle that right now and I'm not in a I'm not in a phase of my life to just be able to go out and have fun like it, it does hit me a lot harder so I think for me that was a thorn because I had to realize that and you know that's okay like I've learned but now it's like checking myself and making sure that I'm doing right by myself next time, I guess. Yeah. So that was a really good rose seven thorn. Can I just say the honesty, the relatability, seriously, I loved it. Oh, wow. Thanks. Just saying. (laughs) Just saying. saying. Well, you're you're Sam, like, that's very vulnerable to say because it is. It's a hard process. Like, Mm. it's a grieving process. It's not easy. And everyone knows that. Um. But like, just to say like, yeah, this is literally what's happening. And obviously that thorn, honestly, 
I think I'm going to steal that thorn, but I'll start with my rose. (laughs) My rose would be, um, mine was just hanging out with that group of girls on Saturday. Yeah. It's just so nice to have girl company, have, Mm. you know, some chats and carry on. Yeah. It was really wholesome. Yeah. So that's my rose. Um, and then my stem is, my stem would have been turf games probably like doing it because it's nothing I've never done anything like it before it was challenging in ways and I learned ways that I want to grow in in my fitness and um yeah it was just like a new experience you know most people did it with like a good friend or their partner or something and I, I didn't really have anyone like by my side say so it was just my team members but they were already close. So it was good to just put myself out there and give it a go. Uh, and just, yeah, adjusting to being back home. It's been pretty challenging just settle, trying to settle back in. Living at my mum's mm. house is like, obviously I love being around my, my family and my mum, but um, obviously going from being out of home to in your parents' house is, is, is tricky. Yeah, 100%. And then my thorn would be... My thorn. You can steal mine. We can go sober together for the rest of the year. Yeah, well, (laughs) my thorn is actually, yeah, it would be just drink. Like I hate being unproductive on a Sunday or whatever. I hate it. It does my head in. um, And I have so much to do all the time. Like, you know, we've got podcast stuff we've always got things that we could be doing so I think when you have an unproductive day you kind of beat yourself up about it I don't care about the weekend like obviously it was a one-off and it was back in Brisbane like hanging out with all the girls so it was really fun but on a regular basis like it's not only something I want to be doing and also just like behavior and Mm -hmm. you know you can get a little bit crazy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah, I think, yeah. I think as well when you are someone who values their lifestyle, routine, health, um, and that's something I'm really trying to focus on at the moment as a core in my life because it's giving me, it's, you know, everything that I need to get through every day. It's it's quite challenging when you do have a day that throws everything out of whack. Like, you know, I wasn't able to get done everything I wanted to on the Sunday because I was feeling like shit (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't help (laughs) um anyway anyways let's get into this week's episode today's topic we are going to be talking about friendships so we have talked about friendships in a previous episode which you guys loved obviously because you know everyone has friendships in their lives and or everyone wants to make friendships but in this episode we're going to talk more so to the topic of prioritizing the friendships that you already have or how to like strengthen and build that strength within relationships that are already occurring in your life. We also wanted to talk about this because we want to show up as better friends to the friendships we do have and the people around us as well because at this stage of life especially it takes intention and thought to really make meaningful connections and show up to the people you care about whether that is your partner family members or your friendships so this is a really relevant conversation for 
everyone and anyone who is wanting to deepen their relationships with any person in their life. Um, But today we will be specifically talking about friendships and how to build those stronger connections with, you know, your gal pals and your friend, the friends you already have around you. You know, everyone wants to make new friends or you hear people and they're like, Mm. I don't have any friends or how do I even make friends? It's so hard. And yes, that's true. It is true. It is hard. But to actually deepen it, you need to prioritize it. And so that's why we want to talk about it because friendships are so important. Um, Like in your 20s especially, it's so easy to prioritize, you know, dating, relationships, whatever. But having strong friendships and people to rely on is really valuable and it adds so much to your life. Well, yeah. And at this age as well, there's the friendships you may have had in high school or after school going into uni and everything are all kind of everyone's kind of moving on and growing in their own way everyone's you know moving overseas or maybe not that extreme maybe interstate or just getting new jobs and new walks of life and you you kind of don't get to see them as often or have as deep and meaningful relationships as you once did have with the people around you or you just change as people and you grow apart so it is a really lonely phase of life for a lot of people because they're coming into themselves and also realizing that they maybe don't align with the people that they once did and it's just a bit isolating so I guess through this conversation we want to enable you to feel confident to step out and find those connections or if you do have those connections how to bring those people back and show them that you do prioritize them and get the connections that you once had back in your life again yeah I think people underestimate how much effort it actually does take to prioritize friendships and because we're like like we're too busy or we've got other priorities we don't actually like prioritize friendships and I know that like people who are good at it it's very noticeable because you see like they're always so connected with all their friends um you know it and you know it is doesn't mean you have to have heaps of friends to be a good friend those people just because they have a lot of friends doesn't mean they're actually better friends but even like the people who have strong friendships it's generally because they're always checking in they're always putting in that effort or going that extra step and I, and I think people especially girls I don't know what it is but I think we just hold back yeah I think as females we are very hesitant I think we touched on this in our last friendship episode as well but we do have like a lot of trust issues and I mean comparing to male friendships right who are a lot more carefree and I guess inclusive in who they hang out with this is obviously a generalization but us girls are very reserved when it comes to friendships and I think that's because we don't know how to trust and we also struggle with confidence which is something else we've touched on in a previous episode of just actually like showing our true selves to the people around us there's always that fear of comparison or judgment like oh well will they think I'm weird if I say this or um you know like there's a lot of hesitancy when it comes to making new friends but also just keeping up with your current friends I've noticed in my 20s in especially in recent years some of my closest friends that I've been friends with forever have just dropped off the face of the earth and that's not to mean that they're not any close with me than they 
ever have been. Like I still love them dearly, but it is just really interesting to see people just not being able to prioritize their friendships anymore or not be able to show up, you know, like at or check in or whatever it is. And I do think there's a lot of factors that come into that as well. Like I know that life is crazy a lot of the time and it can get really overwhelming, especially with social media or whatever it is even work like working full-time just the pressures of life really I have also realized and I have been guilty of this as well I have been in periods where I have not prioritized my friendships or been checking in with them especially I think when we get into relationships we tend to as females prioritize that person above our friendships but in the past year I've really made an effort to be checking in with the people I care about and the girls that are really close to me and it's honestly been so rewarding so I think we wanted to touch on that as well I know for me like even just sending a video talking to them asking them what's going on whatever and then they send you something back or yeah you know it makes such a difference because you're connecting even if it's so simple and and it's just like once every two weeks it still makes a difference It really does. And I mean, it's crazy just how profound I feel like my female friendships are at this stage of my life. Because it's not about having heaps of friends either. I think people tend to look at people with lots of friends or people who seem to be in the social light a lot, who are social butterflies and have all these people around them. I, as an introvert, that's just not me. I'm not naturally wired like that. I really struggle to get out and show my true self to new people and find those connections like quickly for me it's like a slow burn a lot of the time I've got to really like trust build trust with someone and you know and I think that goes for different personalities as well so I do understand if you're there like oh that's just not me though like I actually can't like do that it's just not in my nature and that's okay But I do think I'm at a place right now where the people that I have been investing in who have shown that back to me, we just like, it's just so profound. Like there's no other relationship like it. Like my partner, boyfriend could not feel that even when I was in a relationship. Having a girlfriend that you can rely on and trust and know is there for you wholeheartedly without judgment and just wants to show up for you is just like, it's literally like a sister just somebody you can rely on and who's accountable like why wouldn't you want that 100% I know that I have experienced friendships where it's like you understand me I understand you so well and you make me feel so fulfilled and you know boyfriends whatever they're great but having girlfriends you know you go through so much of the same things together where your boyfriend doesn't really understand you like how your girlfriends understand you. So like putting into those friendships and making sure that you have fun with them. It so much makes your life so much more fulfilled. And it is so, like you said, so rewarding because you both get each other. Mm -hmm. And even if you're different personalities, it's not about like being the same person or being like soulmates or whatever. It's about like, I love you even when you're batshit crazy. Yeah, that's the best part about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, they just like, it's this mutual respect and this mutual understanding and it's it's sisterhood really mm. and it's worth 
putting into because in 20 years when you have kids you don't know who you're going to be married to but you know what you'll have that girlfriend that you invested in in your 20s who you know you went through so much together you'll be side by side has gone through life with you yeah Yeah. and they're going to understand you they're going to know what you've been through and if you went through a divorce they're still going to be there and the man where's he who bloody knows (laughs) so I I hope this doesn't happen to you guys. That's why it's actually so important. We do not wish divorce upon anybody. I know, but I'm reiterating that it's really important. Yeah, for for the lowest points of your life, especially, (laughs) yeah, especially for those really tough points in your life, having girls that are your friends to show up for you in those moments is like honestly all you need. I mean, I can definitely speak for that. In recent times I don't think I could have gone through what I have recently without my girlfriends or at least felt as okay as I have because of them you know so and I also think it's just about like having that element of catharsis right like you need you need time to get out and have fun and feel carefree and no judgment and be a little bit crazy and just you know like have that time shared with other people and connecting with them is so valuable. Like I know when I am with, was with my partner and then I'd go out with the girls, like you just, it's a different energy. It's like unmatched. It's the same with the boys, you know, having boys night, they need that. It's just cathartic. It gets you out of your normal routine, day-to-day life, your relationship. It just gets you out of it and allows you to de-stress and have fun which everybody needs 100 percent, it's literally the best ever and when you have a group of girls and you're bantering and having fun like it's just so bloody yeah. good but one thing like I'd have noticed personally is that I don't think that I realized this till I was like a bit into my 20s yeah like I don't think I really until I'd been through a few things and that maybe break up or here and there I don't think I realized how important having that Mm -hmm. is and and investing into those friendships are and I think like especially in your like 19 20 girls do really step back and that can like hinder things for the future because you lose connections or whatever so I think that's why like if you can and if you are a bit younger or you do have some girlfriends that are close to you now just like don't let go of them and makes you put an effort into them and reaching out to them and walking through life because it's like it pays off it does I mean I mean naturally some you do grow apart from people too so you know like if if you are growing apart from someone or you don't feel aligned with them or it doesn't mean they're a bad person but maybe it's just not like a fulfilling relationship anymore and it's taking more effort draining effort than it is good then you know it's it's healthy to recognize that as well and know who is somebody you want in your life and be discerning with the friendships you are putting effort into because not everyone is going to be a healthy friend but I think for those people that really do show up and have proven themselves to you and who are trustworthy and and you know like just people you enjoy being around and that make you feel good about yourself like it's not really about all of this it is about having connection and being able to be vulnerable with people but you also want a balance of just this person is fun and I like myself when I'm around them 
that's really important because you want to surround yourself with people you want to be more like. So if you're surrounding yourself with people who maybe don't inspire you, you feel like they're not the best company, you might need to rethink your friendships and surround yourself with new friends. And that's okay too. But I think your 20s are that kind of stage, right? As you're finding yourself, you're finding the friends that you do want to invest in. And it is really important to keep those key people that see you, that show up for you and who are good people and who make you feel good about yourself. Keep those people because they're priceless and they will walk through life with you and you need those Mm -hmm. people. And you might not realize it now, but later in life. Yeah, and you never know what's around the corner. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, even Soph and I, like we have always remained in touch Mm -hmm. and always been close but it wasn't till you moved to Toowoomba again, mm. I think, that we really became closer because, you know, who knew that you were going to be moving from Sydney to Toowoomba? And when you were young, like Soph and I, when we were about 16, Soph lived in Sydney, um, 17, 18, whatever years it was. And then she came back up and then it gave us the opportunity to kind of nurture the friendship and yeah. make it grow a bit more. Like we'd always remained in touch, yeah, but it's, you can only be so close in long-distance friendships. It's it's very hard, but we still made the effort to keep in touch here and there. Mm-hmm. So when she just out of the um, circumstances of life moved to near Brisbane and then we were able to invest in the friendship and let it grow. Yeah. So you just never actually know where life's going to take you and who's going to come around the corner. One of my other best friends, she lives in New Zealand, I met her so randomly, never would have imagined meeting her. And then when I met her, it was like literally a match made in heaven. So yeah. I think, you know, don't be discouraged mm. as well. I don't know, Sophie, are there any friendships of yours mm. that just kind of like came out of nowhere? Yeah, I mean, I think one girl I met through work who when we worked together, like we weren't necessarily very close, but we stayed in touch, kind of similar. And um we've hung out a few times since we've worked together and naturally like we've just really kept growing our friendship and bonding over more and more things and now she's one of my closest girlfriends like I we're constantly sending each other voicemails just like on where we're at in our life and you know just showing up for each other like we're both very empathetic people and we're able to like bear each other's emotions and talk it through and like we just see each other in that way you have different friends for different things as well like your each friendship is going to be completely different and serve you differently as you serve people in different ways as well like um but yeah that's been a really like fun little friendship that I never expect well you know didn't really expect to grow as much as it has I mean living with people I've also been able to form friends but because I am introverted I do struggle to form those connections so I think like the people that I do have I really try and hold on to but there have been some really close friends as well that I guess I don't really talk too much anymore just because their life is you know they live in different cities their lives are just different and I think in different stages of life different people are there for you and it's just the way it is yeah for sure I think friendships can like they come at the most random times and when they but when they do come up that's when you need to make sure that you're like investing and just putting yourself out there because it might actually grow into something really amazing 
but it won't grow into something really amazing if you're not putting in the effort and reaching out and just like kind of almost being not annoying but you know what I mean like just over, like because if they're receiving your energy go for yeah. it like you know what I mean for people who are struggling to sh- to keep that contact with their friends for a number of different reasons that can happen do you have any tips on how people can show up for their friends in a better more meaningful way like what do you do for your friendships yeah I think with girl friendships it's tricky well just in friendships in general because you don't want to put in effort if you're not getting it back and I think that's where friendships are hard because with romantic relationships you're almost entering a contract like a verbal contract saying that we're going to put in effort to hang out with each other and we're going to put in effort to see each other because we're dating Mm -hmm. we're in friendships it doesn't really work like that it's just like okay whatever's easiest for you or whatever works for each other and when it starts to not really work for each other that's where it can just like be a disconnect so yeah answering your question I think my tips would be like if you know that you have a friend that appreciates you and actually loves you for who you are then go to that person first and nurture that friendship first send weekly texts send them like I know um so Mm -hmm. Monique and I which is one of our my cousin now Sophie's friend we send each other podcast recommendations in it even though we're not talking it's still connecting mm-hmm. it's still connecting because you listen you, you're all three of you are listening yes. to it and you all have something that you're both connecting over and you mm-hmm. go that was amazing thanks um it's Add still into. little gestures yeah. like that that actually are putting into a friendship and and building it and keeping you guys connected. Um, Something that we obviously do is a rose stem and thorns. So you can literally send your friend a text and say, hey, love you, what's your rose stem and thorn this week? And then they'll tell you their heart, like what something that's awesome, something that they're going through and something that they're really struggling with at the moment. And then you can reply to that, send yours, and then boom, you've just gotten had a deep conversation over three text messages. And obviously hanging out, that's important, but that's where things like schedules and that become hard. But if you just have like, we go every Thursday, we go for a walk together. You know, you don't, surely you don't have that many friends that you can't organize one thing a fortnight with each of your friends that you do all the time. And it can be convenient for both of you. So I think that is like a really good basis. Yeah. And I do think it's all about communication as well. I know that life does get really hectic genuinely. And sometimes you might have like a month where you just don't have time and that's okay. But communicate that to your friends, like, you know, just be like, hey, like, I'm really busy this week, I won't be replying or like, if you just are a bad texter, like, that's okay. But you do need to communicate that to your friends, because sometimes friends will have expectations of you. And if you're not meeting that, then they'll be like, oh, well, if I why am I going to bother if she doesn't, you know what I mean? So like, I've had friends like that in the past that have not put in the same effort as I have. And it's just like, oh, well, then why am I bothering? But then I've also had friends who have communicated, oh, look, I don't like communicating in this way or whatever. But 
you know, I, I am good like on Snapchat. I like to send little videos of my days or whatever. Or like it's just just keeping communications open because we're not always going to be available or have the capacity for each other 100% of the time. Like that's okay. I don't think anyone should expect that. Um, but yeah, it is just about if you can't reply to a serious message that your friend sent you right away or for a week, just reply just reply and say, Hey, love you. I will get to this when I can hope you're okay. Like that's what I do because I want them to know I still care, but it's not gonna, I yeah. don't have the capacity. Sometimes you don't have the capacity and that is completely okay. And your friends should understand that as well. So, but you don't want to come across as a dick if your friend has just sent you an, a thousand word essay about an emotional point in their life and you just don't reply for a week because that's being a bad friend. Yeah, for sure. I think acknowledging stuff is so important. And also, um, com- like, it's not hard to communicate, mm. even if it is just a little bit. Like, yeah, it's the effort of communicating. Yeah, it makes such a difference. But also, it's interesting, though, because I do feel like women's friendships are just that bit more complex than guys because yeah we do have this element of like extra communication extra effort whatever yeah um I don't know why but I know that it takes more planning yes it's more planning as well because you know we have our nighttime routine that we need to complete or something rather where you're not just gonna text on a Thursday night hey let's meet at the pub let's meet at the pub yeah everyone goes sweet let's do it like that just doesn't really ever happen it just doesn't work maybe very rarely but it it just doesn't really work the same like that for girls for example we have made a group chat to have a girls day out two months in advance so most people could make it and even then like still people can't but we're making the effort we're trying to you know make make a group of girlfriends show our friends that we care and that um you know, we're there for each other and sometimes you got to do what you got to do. If you need a plan two months in advance, go for it. Just do it. Yeah, literally. To finish off, what do you think is like a good texting ratio or just check-in ratio to your friends, like fortnightly, weekly, daily? I mean, I think we all have friendships where you read the room and you know where you, what level of friendship you're at. So the ones that you're at like a high capacity friendship with text them every day, you know, but um, when you know where you sit in a friendship and you've invested into it and you've got to a good point, you know how often to check into them and you know, you know when you're slipping back. So if that thought comes into your head, I'm slipping back, get, pick up your phone and text them. But also texting is just, one thing you probably should call as well every now and then and also hang out with them obviously but I know that's not always possible me personally I was in Melbourne all year and I've tried to invest into my friendships that I know are strong throughout the year making sure I'm snapchatting them making sure I'm calling them texting them voice memoing whatever have I been amazing all the time no have I been good? Yes. But you know what I mean? So just check in, send them a message every fortnight. Yeah. I think that's the bare minimum. I think 
fortnightly. I agree. I think fortnightly yeah. is so practical and doable and often enough to actually get to know like yeah. your where someone's at in their life and how they're going. Um yeah, like I don't think it has to be a huge effort. I just think if you're thinking of someone, shoot them a text. Voice memos are my thing. It's not everybody's thing, but I'm a huge voice memo person. I know Eden and I do this a lot. We're just like voice memo spam. Sophie's, <laughs> and Sophie's really, really intense voice memo. I'll get a five-minute voice memo from this girl. I actually, okay, I'll yeah. be like, oh, dear. Yeah. I need to literally sit down and listen to this. It's like a whole podcast episode just on voice memo. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> but it's because sometimes I can get a bit, tired texting so for me that works everyone's different but whatever works for you also let's be real you don't need you don't need to hang out with your boyfriend every day you don't and if you are maybe check your priorities sorry about it your whole weekend should not be your boyfriend 24 7 I'm sorry you should at least be doing something else in amongst there whether it's with a friend a family member going to the gym something it should be a mix of things it should never all be one thing no matter what it is this is where we're going wrong ladies come on yeah we we all know it we all know it so let's let's change it and do better yeah agreed but But on that note we do have a little thing at the end we want to do we're going to do some friendship green and red flag so do you know should we start with green or red let's start with red let's end on a positive note all right well do you want me to go first then i've got one yeah you start it off all right my first one is she claims she's one of the boys <laughs> sorry babe you're not yeah that's a good reality one. check um isn't happy for you making new friends they only talk about themselves they don't let you borrow their clothes boring mm. i need cute outfits please. they talk about people behind your back i bet sorry behind their back if they're talking about other people they're probably talking about you behind your back too yeah 100 percent. all right green flag okay green gets more angry over things that happen to you than you do they send voice memos about their life huge green flag they support your growth and celebrate your success they can disagree with your opinion but they respect yours. It's like you can have disagreements, but they still like respect where you're coming from or respect your opinion. You don't feel the need to justify yourself when you're around them. Invites you to do things with other friends. They're inclusive and it's not like, this is my friendship and nah. You should be secure enough in your friendships to be able to mix groups and mix friends. You should be secure enough with the friends that you yeah um my last one is a bit of a unique one but I think spirituality the deepest friendships I have had and the people that are the most genuine people in my life they just pay attention to their spiritual health and I think that's a huge green flag I really like that one all right guys now it's time for asking for a friend this week's question I actually don't remember (laughs) yeah this week's question was is it okay to still have your ex's photos on your social media 
Is this a controversial ah. one, actually? Because everyone, it was very 50-50. We had 53% that said, yeah, it's fine. It's not that deep. And then 47% said, nah, means that there's still feelings there. I think everybody has different opinions on this. I think some people don't think that deeply about it. I think there are people who have their exes photos on their social media and don't think that deeply about it. I think that's usually men. <laughs> but a lot of guys I know do still have photos of their ex from like two, three years ago when you scroll down. Not that, not to say they want to get back with them, but I think like if there, it was a happy breakup, it was kind of mutual, they're like, oh, well, why would I need to delete them? It was a happy memory and time of my life. Like I can still have them up there. However... I would feel super uncomfortable if my partner <laughs> had photos of their ex on their Instagram. I don't know if that's a me problem, but I feel like it's a very common. No, occurrence. it's weird. Yeah, I feel like it's weird. And can I say, if you have, if we're talk like in talking stages, and you have photos of your ex up, I'm I'm out. I'm not like you're not getting a conversation out of me. I wouldn't talk to. A, I honestly would not talk to a guy who had photos with his ex up, I'd be like, that's an ick. It's an ick. It's an ick. Thing, it's literally it? an ick. Yeah. It's like, what are you trying to do? Show off how pretty she is and like, like go away. Like, it's just weird. It, it does make me question like why they need to still have it up there. You know what I mean? Like, cause, cause I think, okay. So getting deeper into it, cause the, the whole reason why people said no, it's like, they're, they're not that deep. It's not that deep. I actually disagree because social media is, so intentional you are so intentional with what you post what you show of yourself like it's literally a highlight reel right like everybody is showing the best scenarios of their life all the time so you having your ex still up there is you choosing to show that off for whatever reason yeah so it's like why That's what i think what why do you still need to have that up on your highlight profile for everybody to view I think there's a grace period if you have just broken up with your partner or whatever. Like, you know, there's always going to yeah, be. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, you're, you're still learning to, like, let go or whatever. Um, I think maybe if it was, like, a key moment in your life, like your best friend's wedding and they happen to be in the photo, sure. Or if it's, like, a, a carousel post and they happen to be one of the photos, like, I think that's okay. But, like, having a full couple photo where you're, like, either kissing or, like, just posing, um, I think is like, why do you really need to have that still there? I don't know. That's just, yeah, that's for just sure. Me. I think, I think carousel photos, like they shouldn't be the first one. They can yeah. be in it though in the past, like in another one. I agree. And then I also think that like there's archiving now there's, you can actually remove photos from carousels. There's no excuse. Like, it's just weird. And also Instagram's a dating profile now. So if you're, taken you should bloody be acting like it and if you're single well then you shouldn't have photos of your ex and that is it period like yeah. I'm sorry it's an it's literally everyone knows that now Instagram is a dating app every single person who's single and I'm friends with set will be a testament to that they're like yeah I just like meet randoms on Instagram and we start talking like it's mm. crazy yeah so if that doesn't like show how you should be who you should be keeping in your photos and all that stuff um then yeah yeah I so cool. I think we know what side <laughs> of the fence Sophie and I sit on look to be the devil's advocate I think there are people out there who are just don't really think about it that much I think it's, it's more common for guys because I think guys don't care about social media as much as girls do generally speaking 
um if somebody still has photos of their ex it doesn't always mean they still have feelings for them but I do think it's like a little bit weird that's all yeah I agree I don't think it means they have feelings but I do think that you're cock blocking yourself 100% there's just no need for it but that's all we have time for I think today thank you so much if you guys have listened this far through and please follow us on TikTok follow us on Instagram and rate us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it means a lot or click follow that was a lot in one (laughs) sentence but any support is good support please we love it love you guys bye bye